We could just talk like from, you know. There's not a show like that today. Like, no, Legion can make your career now. Legion of Skanks is not like, they're not as big as Opie and Anthony. No. I don't know why I even, why yeah, would you even compare? Like, if you look at the yeah. ITunes? Yeah, just test the mic. Yeah. Uh, Don't worry. Testing one, talk. two, three. No, no, talking. You can, yeah. uh, like the, the podcast, the top podcast. Yeah. Well, Legion Skanks isn't up there. I don't. I don't. There's so many yeah. podcasts. Well, there's so many. But like when the ones that I see up there are um, Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan, uh, Adam Carolla, and those two girls. Who are those two? No uh, girls. Who? No, no uh, guys. The guys we fuck. What are? Well, she. Corinne Fisher does Creek a lot. No. 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 I used to see her there. Does, it, does she even do comedy anymore? I, don't, I haven't seen her in years. Did, she, was she dating James Myers she at still one point? Isn't. Oh, she still no, is? Oh. Uh, they broke up. Oh, okay. Uh, all, right. all right. Let me hear it back. I don't know. Are we reading? The mo- anticipating. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's, there's 10 guys at the Creek of the Cave right now just listening to this. <laughs> Who are they talking about, right? They're, they're this like, is fucking great. It's like a, the fallout <laughs> happens, and like we're in this fucking basement. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we're, we're, we're radioing out into the world. Yeah, this is it. Is anybody alive out there? I, yeah. I like how we have half a gumbo and fucking Dumbo here. <laughs> uh, we have uh, Conrad Roth and Frank Terranova. Uh, that's a ama- that's a ama- that's an amazing twosome. Like you guys just cause havoc in that fucking basement at the creek. Really? Yeah, I, I, that's why I hear. I don't know. <laughs> it's I, I funny. Don't, I don't I don't pay attention to a lot of stuff. I mean, I suppose I can see it that way. People, I talk about you guys like at different mics, and people are afraid to approach the two of you. That's and good. It when should you're be standing, that way. When you're standing next to each other, <laughs> that's true. People <laughs> always make references to Conrad and me at the same time. Like. Uh, uh, Veronica Eagle's girlfriend She goes Oh the both of you Are here Yeah <laughs> It's like Oh no well, We can't wait We can't both be the same <laughs> And like You would think Out of, out of anyone Who would be like Who would have like Anxiety to approach you Would be a guy like Mateo uh, And somehow He doesn't have a problem You with know what's that. funny About that place Is that there's Literally one fucking Corner of New York City That I've carved out For myself Like there, yeah. There's not one Comfortable place to go Not one club anymore That's like yeah. fun To hang out at or Not one mic And so I found This one little corner then frank's there fucking too and, and now what's <laughs> and now what's funny is that you you two make it uncomfortable for other people i so that's, even, well. that's even funnier and i'm thinking it should i should make it more uncomfortable i <laughs> thought that sometimes it, people like say shit when it ain't even happened like jack comstock comes down he's doing that storytelling like he goes and the, the you know the all-female mic is happening yeah and conrad are outside the, the, the room of the <laughs> all-female mic talking so jack's like what are you guys doing down here? Making everybody uncomfortable? I'm like, no, we're just having a conversation. <laughs> we can't be near the female mic. We can't be in proximity of it. Well, law. I'm sure with that. Before, after, uh, I got borderline banned from the Tuesday night at the Alligator Lounge. I would just stand outside in front of a bus stop until college would start. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were talking on the way over here. Give the fucking mic back. <laughs> I need to be fucking meaner. Like I, I, I my whole uh, goal in life is to avoid inconveniences. Like yeah. I don't like to have stupid fucking conversations with people, right? But then there's so many people out there, and they just take their stupid conversations out into the world or wherever. So you gotta be fucking meaner. Be like, you gotta shut the fuck up. Conrad <laughs> has been doing something that I don't know if it's safe. He's been having iced coffee before he comes out at night. Oh really? <laughs> oh dude, I get all fucking jacked. <laughs> he up. came in the other night and started arguing economics with my guild. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> a, a guy with no fucking college degree is talking about how socialism is good. Motherfucker, you know nothing about numbers. <laughs> I started that whole thing. I was like, I don't think socialism ever work. And, and uh, they want to tax middle class people, and I don't think yeah. that's right. And Michael was saying, you know, he supports it. I said, well, I don't want, if I'm working to pay off my mortgage and I have a kid and I'm putting him in private school, I don't want to give money to some Dominican guy playing dominoes. Yeah. That is not social. That's social democracy. There's no taxation socialism whatsoever. It's the abolishment of property. This is an economics. But hold on. I've actually actually been kind of pissed about this because this is where I got to get fucking meaner. Because people are talking, coming out and talking about like uh, how fucking communism is good and shit like that. It's like, motherfucker. It never worked. You it's do failed. not have an yeah. economics degree. You have a liberal arts degree. You know nothing about fucking numbers or money right. or fucking anything. And it's because nobody's punching these people in the fucking face. <laughs> people need to get punched in the face more because they're saying fucking retarded shit all the time. Uh, would, would that person be Richard Spencer? 
They were. I don't know who that is. They asked James Conn one time. They're like, "Oh, James, you said uh, actors shouldn't talk about politics, right?" He goes, "Yeah, I don't think actors should talk about politics." He said, "Why?" So because uh, I don't see any poli sci degrees on these fucking people. Right. Exactly. A lot of people like get back to Conrad. Yeah. Like when I first started stand up, yeah, I came from more like going out, like a different world of like you know hanging out like dive bars, and where if you stepped on someone's sneaker, that could be a fucking fist fight right there. So when I went to stand up and you're hanging out at like the creek in the cave or like uh, outside the alligator lounge and these comics are hanging around and they're trying to break balls and whatever look I, I you know I, in the spirit of comedy it's like whatever you take it but every now and then someone would say something and it wouldn't be like in the spirit of breaking balls and you'd be like oh this is someone just that hasn't been punched in the face before I and passive aggressiveness from a male yeah, it, oh. it's that sort it's so of gay. ordeal so, oh. but it's also there's an art to it right like breaking balls is like being funny and like being like it, it's like there's a perfect there's a charm to it yeah the yeah. charm is a perfect yeah. way to put it and they don't fucking have it, it you know it's it, and they don't it's um it's like you know you, you frank you know frank's italian we're italian you know so it's like everybody's that, italian yeah everyone's italian <laughs> zombie and conrad and there is like a charm when italian guys break balls with each other like you, you always see those mob like type movies and you know I, I, uncles who are always breaking right. like fucking balls and shit you know and you there's a there was a but there's a charm and then every now and then someone gets offended and it and it does actually end up where someone fights each other there's that great scene in the sopranos yeah. when uh, robert fernaro eugene breaks the uh the bottle over uh i think who little paulie's little head. head yeah right because he made a reference to him being gay you know, only a uh, only in like a show like The Sopranos would actually depict that. <laughs> yeah. You know, a lot of people like would be like, like, what's wrong with being gay? It's like, well, you know, fucking guys on a construction site don't want to be accused of sucking another man's cock. You right. know? It's yeah. Business. Yeah. You know who's uh, <laughs> uh, there? There's only two groups of uh, I guess white people that are good at breaking balls. That's the Irish and the Italians. Yeah. They're fucking both, and that's why like all the they Northeast, hate each other too. Yeah, but the Northeast is all Irish yeah. and Italian, and that's why everyone's fucking funny from up here. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. It's like you get you get out you get out into the fucking Midwest. I mean, the Midwest. There's some parts that are funny, but like you know, like Ohio and shit. Yeah. But like you get that. Why is there fucking nobody funny from Arizona? It's because they fucking suck. They have no. They have no capability. They also haven't left their house. It's 120 right, degrees, right, yeah. and they just sit there. I mean, Stanhope lives out there. You know, he lives in Bigsby or whatever the fuck. And I, I guess that's like he like rules there. Or whatever. Somebody was telling me uh, he hates New York City. He hates coming here. He does. He, he does yeah. to do a show, but like he hates he, it. He ripped up Skankfest like two years ago. Oh, yeah. He's like, they, you know, and, and, and this is what annoyed me about Stanhope, and I think Stanhope's hilarious, but uh, what annoyed me about him, he's like the guy who's like, I take the microphone anywhere, and I just go up. And then he had the nerve to rip up Skankfest. He's like, they put me in a basement of 40 people. There's no fucking air conditioning. It's like, you're the co- you're like the fucking guy who doesn't complain about shit like this, and you're going after the Skank. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the Skanks, so it kind of was funny, but like, you're going after them for like being like unprofessional. Meanwhile, that's your whole gimmick for the last well, thirty years. You, what did you think about the pop up of uh, the tough crowd reunion? I thought it was stupid. And it was wasted. The good ones are dead. <laughs> yeah, G- Geraldo and Patrice O'Neill were like the main mm. guys. Those were and, two and guys. And DePaolo wasn't and they there. Didn't have so. him. And what happened mm. with that was uh, Rebecca Trent didn't call him. She didn't call yeah, didn't, yeah, yeah, because he's a what now he's labeled like he's like a martyr now, right? Because he does conservative commentary. I guess so. I don't know. He's, th- was, he's funny, but I thought it was wasted because if you're going to do a reunion for that, show, first off, why even why even reunite? Everyone's done that show. Like we're doing it right here, mm-hmm. so it's like everyone's done. Bobby Kelly's podcast is Tough Crowd. It's yeah. the same show. Right. So to bring them all back, and like you said, Geraldo and Patrice were the biggest stars of that show, yeah. and DePaulo I think was third, and then probably Norton. And and keep, uh, but isn't, keep isn't it kind of sad when a comedy show has to pay tribute to like two guys that died? Yeah, right. like the, the spirit of that show was supposed to be like fucking. They they were like they would mock shit like that. Then they got to take it like very seriously and be like, oh, who couldn't be with us? Patrice O'Neill and Greg Giraldo. Yeah. I didn't listen to it, so I, I have no. But idea, also, the spirit know. of fucking the country and the spirit of fucking comedy is fucking dead. Sure, yeah. it's all fucking pathetic. Like you go around and it's like it's like fucking. It's like. It's, I can't even describe Can it. Can anyone even like define what comedy is? Like, there's that fucking comedy special, Nanette, that people keep talking about. I'm like, that's not a comedy special. That's like, just some fucking mentally ill broad talking about you know, bullshit. It's not even the audiences. Like, if you go in any liberal, liberal mm. city, of course the audience is going to be uptight. But in general, the audiences are not that bad. But mm. the, the, the comedians in the comedy scene in New York City 
are so fucking uptight and liberal. This guy, James, who runs the open mic at 6 p.m. at the Creek in the Cave, yeah. told me I can't say slurs at the mic. He banned Mateo. He banned how many people? Mateo saying like 15? A lot. I don't know the exact number, but it's a lot There's of There's a large number of people that are so uh, banned from that mic, they're actually at the Pine Box, because that's a better alternative. Yeah. I've done that how Pine Box. Banned people? What did, was the reason he banned you? Uh, he said, uh, I was like, Monsky, I said, I disturbed peace, quote unquote. Yeah. Which is comedy is yeah. fucking disturbing. Yeah, well, you, you're kind of exactly, it's not supposed to be safe spaces. It's so stupid. You, you know, you do, and some of these guys don't do bad shows. Like they, they have to get out of New York City. Every other show you do out of New York, you're disturbing the bar. <laughs> like last, last night they had, they, had, they had a guest host. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I guess the ban on slurs is off. So I, I couldn't wait to say faggot on stage. <laughs> so I just went up there and said, faggot, okay, can I... Faggot's a slur now? I, yeah, I, was, I called Sam Morrison a faggot on stage. I, I, I'm friends with him. I, I, what the fuck? If you're friends with somebody, you can call them. Yeah, of course. Sure, yeah. uh, Byron Sadiq calls me a guinea. I yeah. don't care. People are fucking pussies, man. But here's, here's, here's also the uh, kind of thing I was thinking about. I used to fucking blame the audience a lot. And like I try not... like Only in my head. I'm not like... Like I'm always put it on me, like because that's the best way to do it. It's like, right. Okay, it's probably me, even though it's not. It's going to make you better. But then I started realizing it's the comics I'm on the show with. They're bombing so fucking hard before me, and yeah. I used to not watch, and now I'm watching, and they're bombing so fucking hard that I have to spend six minutes hosting for myself to get the audience engaged. Dude, Damn I had to hole. follow fucking Janine Garofalo. She fucking bombed so hard they lit her like with. She's supposed to do fifteen. They lit her an eight. Where was this? This was at Beauty Bar. She took her wow. purse and dumped it on the stage and then just started talking about things on her purse. And it was so bad. Like, this is when I know it's bad. When I go up afterwards, people don't know who the fuck I am. That's fine. And I go, hey, how's everybody doing? Like, yeah. just to, you know, temperature the, the engagement in it. And nobody says anything. It's like, oh, my God, this is fucking bad. I got to spend six minutes talking to every individual person in the like room. A, it's like a train wreck. She used to be famous and... Mm-hmm. Uh, and she lo- looks different. Yeah, like, I don't know. She's like the female Mickey Rourke. Like I don't know what really? happened. That's hilarious. And like, and, and, and people. And she's she turned into a guy. She covered herself in tattoos because apparently she hates herself. But like, yeah. she she gets on stage and people are just like it's a train wreck. Like, oh my god, is that the, is that the girl from Reality Bites? So she gets on stage and she and and one she of her rambles. bits. She is she talk is she still talking about like politics and shit like that? I I. She I guess rambles. so. She yeah, rambles. it's rambling. I think people are enabling that type of behavior because well, she's, she's famous. A, she's famous, she's right? Famous. But like, dumps her purse out and just starts talking about this is like chapstick and like it's like so bad. That's bad. Comedy. That the people that want her to be there were like, get her off now. But this is like that. I just brought up that as an extreme example to make a point. It's every comedian before that. Like, there's girls I've seen. Uh, I walked in one time. I was on a show. The girl was hosting. And I've never seen her before, which is not a good sign. Right. <laughs> because if I've never heard of you, you're a zilch in this town. No, so I go, uh, I'm watching her set, and, um, and uh, she closes, like, didn't say any jokes. She closes by saying, you know that um, when uh, Scientologists, they want to perform an abortion, they, they beat women in the stomach with rods. And I'm like, what the fuck? Was like, that not a punchline? Like, this is horrible for me to say to you guys. Like, it, it ruins yeah. the mood now. Yeah. She does that at a comedy show, and the fucking show is over. And then she brings up the next comic, just like, okay, next yeah. comic's like, do you know what you just did? Well, you know, there's a lot of, the, a lot of diversity spots and stuff. You know, the, yeah. the, my friend was telling me the other day that... Uh, he brought his friend from Australia to see a show. And he goes, you know, the women on the show were really bad. How did they get booked? He goes, well, you know, you can't have all men. He goes, yeah, but they were, they were really bad. He goes, I know, but what are you going to do? That's why I enjoy booking shows out here where no one's paying attention. No one pays and attention. I can put whatever, whatever I no, want No, nobody's on paying it. attention anyway. That's just fucking like no, no one common pays, decency. No one pays attention to booking women on the show. Yeah, but nobody's paying attention oh. Else in New York, oh, too, elsewhere. Like, okay, like yeah. it's just just book funny people, but right. they don't do that. Of course, and like, and here's my thing: it's like I'm trying not to come off and sounding bitter, like ever. Like I never no. want to sound like that. But the number one priority in booking comedy is not funny. It's it's it's, it's not. not. It's number not. one is probably what diversity, whatever that means. Number two is it's your friends, is like, or like and, social media, and or whatever, sure. and people who are bookers and and headliners like people who kiss their ass. And yeah. also, too, trying to get laid. People book people yeah. that they're trying to fuck. Oh, yeah. Number two is, and number four is trading spots, probably in, in various orders. And c- being funny is like very low down that list. By the time they get to someone who actually earns the spot, 
it's like, well, I have maybe one spot left, and that's for maybe someone who could help you out. Right, and then and that, then that's yeah. your number nine on a show with yeah. fucking ten other comics that, who bomb before you. Right, the exactly. thing that, that bites my ass is not even so much the diversity shit. I think a lot it's amplified. It's, it was there before Trump, but the Trump situation and the Harvey Weinstein situation and the Bill Cosby situation have really amplified it. And made people it, are more vicious, right? Now. But I th- the thing that bothers me, and it always bothered me many years ago, is like uh, if you're an up and coming comic who's edgy, they're like, "Oh, you can't do this yet. You have to make it first, then you get edgy." Because like Richard probably wasn't edgy at first, and like different like, generation. So what am I supposed to do? I'm be clean until I make it, and then then do my real. Kind of works in the opposite way now, where guys were edgy, and then, like Jim Norton, for instance, right? Like he was edgy, and he was a cringe comic, and now he's just very soft. Is he? I don't uh, really know. Yeah. yeah. But people say to, uh, I, I auditioned for a club one time, and a guy said, you're, "You're doing jokes like a headliner would do. You can't do that at, at your level. Maybe you, you are. You, you can't do this at your level." I'm like, "Whatever." I, that makes zero sense. I know. I don't understand cause, because that because that's what it is. People look at it too much like an art form and don't look at it as someone just grabbing a mic and being entertained and being fucking funny. Yeah. You know. Like, Here's what I think about it. It's there. Here, a, a lot of people say this person's funny. Whatever, whatever, whatever. The major thing you need to do, also number one as a comedian, is do the fucking job. Right. Okay. You're gonna go out to Staten Island. You're gonna go out to fucking uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. You don't know these people. They don't know you. Can you make them laugh? Yeah. And it's a ve- that's the job. And now you can get a little creative outside of that. But people can't even do the fucking job. No. Nobody in New York City can do the fucking job. They can't go to a club, an A club somewhere, and host and do anything. They're fucking depressing. And they want you to buy their product. You're a businessman. You know, like, right. this is my product. If I'm funny, that means I'm doing something right. They still want you to buy the product, even though they're not funny. They want you to buy it because the way they look or because you don't have enough of this on your show. Fuck you. I don't want to I don't want to buy what you're selling. I you learned suck. my lesson because, uh, like, I, I went to Brooklyn and I, I started doing well there. And then the jokes that really killed it did not work anywhere else. So I, mm. I stepped back and I, I mostly stay in Queens and, I, and, I, and I'm just being true to what I think is funny. Yeah. And it's like, I know the stuff that I think is funny is going to work in a real club and it's going to work on the road and it'll even work on television if I sure. have the opportunity. I could care less about making hipsters laugh. That's such a small part of the mm. comedy world. Uh, it, it really is. And it's, a lot of these kids will argue with me. Like, you know, Frank, there's places like Brooklyn in every city. I'm like, good. I, I'll avoid those parts. <laughs> but that's the weird thing is that that's where people are looking for talent is in oh. that fucking minutia of a place mm. that's not fucking good. But that is the beauty part of it. Like, I drive myself crazy all the time, half the time of like, okay, maybe I should be doing something different. But then the other time you fit into that place is like I'm just trying to be funny and I'm just trying to be creative and I'm just trying trying to be good and stay true to myself that's like the zen part of it but then what drives you fucking crazy is the business part of it oh that's why you just gotta avoid it like social media is the worst because everyone puts their shit on there so any little thing like any any little thing you know you're gonna just gonna know about like recently I had to write a bio for for us and just Mm -hmm. send it to people the fucking shit in the bio that I put is so exaggerated, yeah. but it looks fucking amazing. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, if I was two months into comedy and I read this bio, I'd be like, oh, these guys are fucking famous. That's a great bio then, because that's it, marketing. It's not, it, I'm like, this is, am- I'm like, serious XM appearances. Oh, I, I participate in festivals. That's great. Like, and I, and I know it's bullshit. I know Devil's Club no, no, is that's ridiculous. No, that's not the you business know? part I'm talking about. No, I know. Like, yeah. for example, I said this the other day, because I, I really fucking, and yeah. sometimes in a bubble in my own head. So I, I was talking to comics, and I'm like, you know what I'm starting to I'm starting to realize that not every comic who goes up on stage is trying to kill. Like, what's your my number one priority when I go up on stage? I'm trying to fucking you're kill. trying to kill. And the Definitely. other people are like, yeah, no one's trying to do that. They're trying How? to get across their uh, point. No, no, they're trying to get across their brand. I almost punched the person. I almost killed the messenger for telling me that. Yeah, I hate that shit. I was on a show last summer with uh, T.J. Miller and and um, Nick what's, Batterot. Yeah, yeah. I I, I, I did a drop in. Yeah, so uh, Frank, I, you brought some um, the last two ones. I'm, so, I'm gonna bring it up. Okay, it's fine. Yeah. Bring it up. Yeah, it's fine. So it's, it, fine. <laughs> it's it's annoying to me that like I I, I did my you know obviously it was a big show to me because there was a lot of people there. So for me, I did my A stuff. Yeah. Then Nick sure. Vatterock got up and he was fucking around, but he still did good. T.J. Miller gets up, turns his back to the audience, and starts whining about Trump. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You go yeah. rape a girl with a soda can or whatever. <laughs> What's he doing? Rape girls with I, soda cans? I, I, but you see... bottle yeah, of a glass one. Go, go stick a Coke bottle Jeez. up a girl's ass. What did, he really raped a girl with a Coke bottle? I don't know. It's, I tend to believe after all the shit we've seen the last six or seven months... But it wasn't a Rolling Stone. You, you, you know, it's weird. I, I read a weird story about him and the cast of Silicon Valley, yeah. like bullying people. 
Like if you if you're being bullied by Silicon Valley cats, what would the Sopranos cast do to you? Yeah. Like they would just abuse you. Uh, by the way, I love how Mateo is uh, uh, paying attention to what we said last time. He's like the fucking producer. Yeah. He's like editing. <laughs> he, he also disturbed Rob by he's doing he something. Ripped up, he nails. ripped off his nail. Just how many now. how many updates did you get in that fucking uh, group ch- chat? Oh, dude, every ten seconds. <laughs> I, I, I started at the eleven o'clock yesterday. And it was a million things. I get to the ferry. He's like standing guard outside. Just <laughs> <laughs> waiting with dogs. Like, camp, like, a, like a camp council waiting for the kids. To come. He, he's got a sign with Frank's name on it, like a limousine driver at the airport. <laughs> he might not recognize me. I see him every night. You know, the funny thing is, you know how in, in New York they got the people soliciting tourists? Oh, you uh, go to the world. Are you, you looking for the Statue of Liberty? So everybody's coming out of the train and they're, they're, going, they're like, Statue of Liberty, Statue of Liberty, Statue of Liberty. They look at me, they skip me. They, didn't say <laughs> they could just tell that I, I'm from here. You know what's also funny about the Staten Island Ferry is no fucking security. Like, if you're a fucking terrorist, you could just be like, yeah, I'm just going to kill all these people. But I guess people wouldn't there, care about there people are, going to Staten there are, there are security guards. There are, like, cops. We actually drank with one guy who worked on the ferry at like uh, right where I pick you guys up there's a bar called Pier 76 like right there I'm drink- we're drinking with this fucking loser he's like 50 he's like divorced like the whole story and um, we, we uh, he was like what are you guys doing next this is when we're like 22 with my friend oh, he's God. like what are you guys doing next I'm like we're going to a bar across the island like we just told him anything he's like I'll fucking drive you so I was like alright we need a ride we had to spend money on the train going back we had, we had metro cards so me my friend and Rob go into this guy's car he's like fucking drunk driving like a maniac like a cop and we're like and like it's stupid because i would you would think you would die right but i didn't care so we get we get we go to this this place uh sports um the sports bar he sees his son this guy like literally sees sees his kid and we're like oh my god he's like not joking and he's like hey hey what's going on so we're like dude we gotta get the fuck out of here so the guy's like what do you guys want to drink it's on me so he gets us four heinegans and like we go like we're going to the bathroom real quick like bro it's like we'll powder our nose (laughs) so we we go to the bathroom we're like dude we gotta get the fuck out of here so there was a lot of people that we sneaked through uh, the back and we get we, we leave and we see the guy with getting the four Heinekens looking for us and just, oh, no. just shaking his head going he know he knew he, he, he knew he not not again <laughs> but it's funny that you call this guy like a loser and I almost felt I felt bad for him but it's like no he just draws that sort of shit yeah. to him yeah like, there was no reason to like why are you talking to us like it's like one of those guys who like uh, is always begging to be liked it's like it's yeah. gonna go the opposite for you oh yeah of course oh, it was just somebody is so one of my friends said to me the day, uh, he, he, some guy was mad at him, some other comic. He's like, it's bothering me. I go, why? He goes, I can't take it when some when somebody doesn't like me. He goes, like, for instance, you, you probably like that. I go, yeah. I, I mean, I, I just think life is too short. So if somebody is in my orbit and I right. and they're getting on my nerves, I I cut, I cut them out like oh, a cancer. Oh, of course. I don't yeah. need that aggravation. Yeah, I mean, especially like, why would you want to deal with? And some people might around? think some people might <laughs> look at me and say, well, "Frank's difficult. He fights with everybody." I don't fight with everybody. I, I, I'm around a lot of people. I fight with like 10, 15 people. So I'm, I'm around the, uh, how many people on a weekly basis? Hundreds, a couple of hundred. But who are you who are you fighting with now? Ben? A couple of comics. I'm fighting with them. Too feuding, long. feuding. I had a, I had a it's like head, wrestling. I fought against with a couple of comics. I'm, there's a couple of comics that aren't speaking to me. And that's normal. Who's that? I don't want to say. Okay. Right. But also, too, this comes down to like... <laughs> this yeah, comes, it doesn't matter, really. No, okay. The most important thing in life is principles, right? So, like, you have to, like, fucking live your life. It's like, this is how I live, and I think it's virtuous in my fucking realm, right? Yeah. And if somebody doesn't like you, well, then yeah. I'm living righteously in my own way, right? You know right? what? You're not supposed to get along with everybody. Exactly. You ever hear the Paul Newman quote? If you don't have nah. enemies, you don't have character. Yeah. Who, but who, it, who wants to get along but with But it's everybody? also, too, like, uh, okay, so, like, one of my uh, best friends, I, 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 didn't, I didn't know about this, is, was dealing with an addict right you're yeah. enabling you're enabler you're doing worse for them like somebody said it's better to be somebody uh it's better to be not friends with somebody to be somebody's best friend i'm sorry to be somebody's best friend is to not be friends with them at all right. you got to cut people out of your life yes like skin cancer cut that shit out and fucking move on and that you got to do that with human beings too you got to do that with audiences you got to do that with your fucking fans whatever it's like i'm living righteously i'm gonna live by what i think is funny and good and if you don't like it then go fuck yourself right. I, 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 I i'm friends with like 1500 Comics. I had f- fights, verbal and, fi- and almost fist fights, with about fifteen of them. That's not a lot. Just one percent. Right? Yeah, yeah. It should be more. <laughs> <laughs> there, I, there's something I like to add about that. There's my theory is that you cannot measure friendship or love through numbers. It's going to be intensity. And the more intense <laughs> you are and committed, is good. That's why fundamentalism is good. See, I like Mateo because he doesn't talk a lot, but when he does, he says something I don't know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> okay. Even think about it sounds this. Sounds good, though. Sounds like, great. Okay, like you can... <laughs> yeah. 
when I was a kid, I used to thought I used to I think this Mateo. was. I used to, Mateo's getting popular. I used to think this was sad when people were like, "You can only hope for like three or four family members to be really tight with, and like two or three best friends." Right. And it's fucking true, like because yeah. you can't control these motherfuckers out there. People are out there fucking. Not it's like when Jesus was on the cross, he says, "Forgive them, God, for they, they know not what, what they, they do." do. It is People not. are out there. <laughs> Didn't he punch it up, Mateo? Yeah, he's got it. <laughs> Let him talk. It's he's, like he's Pete like a hype man. <laughs> he's like flavor. He's the inspirational hype man. He's, it's like, like, he's a flavor flame of the show. It's like when rappers they can't rap the whole time. You know what I mean? Because it's like a studio and cut. So they're like, uh, "All right, let the other guy rap yeah, for a little bit." They That's put like say. some fan on stage. Go on. What were you saying? But anyway, it's like uh, people don't know what the fuck they're doing out there like uh, i don't think people are bad yeah. and i don't think they're stupid they're unaware they're out there fucking just doing who the no fuck idea. knows was unconscious so you can hopefully link up with like a few best friends and a few people in your family that you can get along with sure. that's the best and then you fucking insulate them and hope to best that they're not fucking addicts or whatever and then you move on through life with a very few amount of people around you and that's it so you can fucking piss other people off and, and not give a fuck and it's funny because you we have that we, we have that in common here and you look at audiences and there's like 50 people who you're just like oh my god I wouldn't even talk to any of these fucking people off stage but it was funny because Frank told me a great story where you did Frank's show and you went up what you I think he went up last and you just like saw a couple I'll I'll tell you the story so this is hilarious (laughs) so I I get in there and there's five people in there I don't have the by the way before you tell us I don't have the balls to ever do this I like (laughs) to think I would and I I still there's a part of me that would want to make those people laugh Dominic Fogarty was on the show and he goes you know Frank he goes that was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. But if I was producing that show, I might have been upset. I said, no, I didn't care. I thought it was funny. Let me tell you. Yeah. Go on. I'm sorry. So I get into the show, and those comics there, a lot of, all the comics I like, you know, yeah. it's the ha- handsome bastard <laughs> show, <laughs> Frank Book, just all good looking male comics. The greatest comic. title for yeah. any show. And just one off. Matt yeah. Dillon was on the post. I, <laughs> I, I, I love it. The credits are so funny. <laughs> it's like, and Frank, uh, Frank's credit is God's gift to women. <laughs> it's, it's so great. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> it's Mike Racine, TV famous, Conrad Roth, the bad boy, Greg Warner, boy next door, Frank Turnover, the God's gift of women. It was, it, so it was great. like the boy band uh, archetypes, you know, <laughs> the bad boy, the oh, fucking shy one. It's hilarious. So we, I get to the show and it's the comics I like, not because of, uh, you know, yeah. their uh, physical attractiveness, whatever. It's just, they're just like guys who, they're just guys, guys. Yeah. They'll fucking talk yeah, about whatever. Sure. Okay. So I get in there and there's uh, one table to stage left of three three people two two girls and a guy and they're fucking having a great time and then right in front of me is this uh, uh a, a couple i guess i don't know it's a weird fucking situation maybe yeah, a tinder date what who the fuck knows and what bothered me about this guy is he's wearing a red flannel with a fucking white cardigan on top of it <laughs> okay so immediately i'm like i this is i, I fucking if I wasn't performing, I'd probably fucking uh, poke this guy in the fucking eye. <laughs> and he's sitting next to this girl, whatever. So I'm doing the show. And then, like, you know, there's only five people. So I'm trying to engage them. Like, hey, you know, real quick to the table to the left. They're in. They fucking love it. They're laughing. Yeah. And then the table in front, I'm like, all right, they're going to be a little hard to. So I got to be like, hey, have you ever, uh, you guys like drinking at work or whatever it is? And I'm trying. <laughs> no fucking response. One after the other. And I'm like, hey, where are you guys from? What are your names? We're just trying to get them engaged so I can right. go do my fucking jokes. Nothing. So I just look at both of them like, get the fuck up. Like, what, 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 what are you talking about? Like, get the fuck up. Get out of here. And they're like, why? Why? It's like, you're bumming me out. This is fucking horrible. And, and, and you're, you guys are uh, not making me have a good time. And I tried to help you and whatever. And like, get the fuck up. And they're like, okay, we're leaving. And just for a, a record, we saw you uh, here last week and, and you were funny. It's like, y- you didn't fucking leave. <laughs> and the table to the left was so fucking like, loving it so much they one time they're the one of the rare times somebody came up to me after the show at a bar and they go to me that was amazing (laughs) they were very nice they were great great sense of humor and then that's just how it was it's like i'm done dealing with these fucking people honestly walking people is not a bad thing we did a show in salem and this this rowdy crowd of fucking old ladies they were just annoying everybody the entire night i said something i don't remember what it was they were upset by it they walked rested fucking my, my set i did 20 minutes I fucking play with the crowd, hang out. Well, some audiences just, some audience members just bum the rest they, of people. They out. fuck yeah, with yeah, people. Yeah. Stand up comedy is the only art form where people are disrespectful to the people doing oh, it. Yeah. Nobody bothers a saxophone player or an actor. It's, it's like a comedian. You know, they feel like they can well, do it. You know, the reason why is because everyone thinks they're funny. You yeah. know? Not true. I can think of examples of YouTube for like people being obnoxious to magicians. 
All right. Yeah, well, there's, a, there's a stigma against funny people. Mateo had to stick up for funny But here's the thing, too. It's like, I can't believe, like, back in the day, like, they'd say, like, Bill Hicks would, like, walk hefty. I don't want anybody to walk. Right. Okay. But if, again, if you're fucking, if you're fucking melanoma, I got to cut you the fuck out. Beat it because you're ruining it for everybody else. There's a, because you mentioned Bill Hicks, and there's, I was listening to a conversation between Mark Marin and Bill Burr once, and Burr was just going off, and like Marin, of course, like kisses people's asses. But Bill Burr was saying to tell the truth. It's like Bill Hicks would turn his back on the audience. No one, no Booker, he won't get, he wouldn't get booked today. Well, like he wouldn't get booked in the right. last twenty years. If you did that, if Frank, let's say you did that with your reputation, apparently, everyone like this guy's a fucking asshole. We're never gonna book. You'll be banned or shunned. That's already happened. <laughs> without being, without doing that. <laughs> but maybe just being myself. It's already happened. <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, I'm really thinking about it, like, talking about being meaner to people. It's like, listen, it's not working out trying to be, like, just funny. Like, the, the one, the fucking righteous way is, like, I'm just trying to be fucking good and kill. Yeah. And I'm not trying to walk people. I'm, I want everyone to be having a good time. I'm right. trying to bring a slight relief to this yeah. fucking world, however way I do it. And it's... It's fucking impossible And maybe nothing's happening So who the fuck cares Why not burn every fucking bridge Burn the fucking building down Burn everything down Because that's maybe The <laughs> metaphor of why Fucking God floods the earth scumbags And we gotta flood the fucking earth Of fucking everybody All bad audiences All bad comedy All fucking people and that, that might be my calling It's just like You know what's funny you know, you know what's funny Like uh, a, Like a lot of people Who are popular in the scene Are not necessarily yeah. talented Right? Yeah, sure. However, when regular audience members hang out at the creek and stuff, you know who they always say their favorite comics are? Me and Conrad. Yeah, of course. They yeah. always say that. I, I've heard that more than, more than three times. Yeah. And you know what's crazy about it? And here's what I kind of realized a little bit of it is that, uh, and I don't know if it's necessarily about being like the funniest or whatever, but it's engaging. Like I was watching Frank, and he's actually like, the audience is engaged. Like you feel like you want to hang out with the guy. Yeah, or you're, yeah. you are hanging out with him, right? And he's saying fucked up shit. It's like, uh, listen to one of your fucking funny family members. You're like, yeah, yeah. you shouldn't be saying that but i get what you're coming from and you're sure. a little ridiculous like i'm laughing at you and with you at the same time but you're engaged you go up in some of these fucking wooden pinocchio comics and you're like <laughs> dude i can't fucking laugh at write it down on a piece of paper and email it to me and right. i'll fucking laugh at it but so you are not trying fun. to be good guys mm. like I, I i was hanging out with a guy last night he's a, he's a, been on tv a couple of times and that's all he was talking about he was run, i was telling <sighs> me his, he's like yeah I'm, i gotta go uh do the special and I met this guy and he, he told me I was funny I'm like just can you say something else that isn't like you blowing yourself yeah, yeah. Jesus I'm so bored it's funny because when you do crowd work right uh, there's a way of doing crowd work and, and, and a lot of Williamsburg comics they frown upon crowd work for whatever reason don't know they don't fucking they don't work do it. because they don't, they don't know how to fucking engage with and, anybody and they, you have to engage yeah. with the they audience think, they think act outs are hacky act outs are fucking hard and they never they and, and a lot of those guys have never really been booked in front of like a big crowd where you can do crowd work when you do crowd Crowd work, by people. There's two types of crowd work. There's insult crowd work where people like, hey, like if I'm sitting in the audience, I'm like, dude, don't even look at me. I, I'm not the, the don't 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 fuck with me. And then there's the guy what, like what you do, what Frank does well, and and you do well too. Mateo, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. But what you do well is is that when you're up, you're on stage, Frank. I'm like. I'll, I'll have yeah, Frank. Throw a shot at me, like like I'll take it, like yeah, like because I want because because you, you want to hang out with you on stage, and that's the difference between doing really good crowd work and there's guys who do bad crowd work. Stand up comedy is not theater; it's not acting. Yeah, so like I, I, I'm I, there's no fourth wall. And I tell my I, Conor McCausland is a guy who I think has a lot of potential. Who? I think Who's Conor, Conor I like yeah, Conor's oh, okay. the man. He's yeah. an up and coming comic. He's doing it less than two years. Yeah. And, and good he's, writer. He's a good writer. Great he wears writer. fucking sandals with socks. I don't nice like kid. it. He's a nice kid. <laughs> <laughs> he does, all right, he's got his problems. No, but uh, like I, he asks me for advice a lot of times, yeah. and I tell him, look at the fucking people when you tell a joke. Sure. Look at the fucking mm, people. Why not? And he's still. Last night he went on stage, and I saw him looking at the fucking ceiling. I said, you got to stop fucking doing. It. I yeah. yell at him. Like, yeah. He's my little brother, and he appreciates it. I told him, don't ever wear a hat again on stage. He stopped wearing hats. Like, no, yeah, I <laughs> well, he has great hair too. Uh, yeah, like what kind of hats was he wearing? I don't remember the hat. Sorry. You know what it is? You know what? Yeah, I realized kind of what it is. Like the insult and the engaging. And you know what? What is insulting and engaging is breaking balls. So yeah, like, yeah. if you see a guy in the audience, like Frank does it sometimes more often than me, he'll compliment somebody. Like, hey, look at this guy. He's fucking good looking. And then he'll look up. He'll, he'll look over at somebody else. His his intention is not to fucking make people upset. But he's gonna honestly react. He's like, hey, this good looking guy over here, and this guy. What the fuck is this? Sure. What kind of shirt are you? So that's breaking balls. But it's engaging because it's an honest take, and it's like hanging out. 
and if the, you're wearing a shirt that I don't like, I'm going to make fun of you for it. I was like, oh, you, the least you could do was take a shower. Jesus Christ, it stinks in here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you ever go in the creek sometimes at 6 o'clock on a summer night? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. It smells. Well, and the ass. worst is when you do a show, right, and you're doing it with eight comics, and there's there's someone, in the, and it's a dead crowd, you know, 14 people, and you're just like, and then there's the one, the one couple who's into the show the entire night, and that's who the comedians are going after. Right. They're just Ooh. pandering toward them, and then you go up, and you're just like, ah, I'm not going to do that. I remember I doing it. I'd rather take the ball. I remember doing a mic at the creek once, and I hate when audience members, like, or like if there's regular people there, are in the room because everybody goes fucking nuts, and because they don't play in front of audience members a lot of the time. So the entire night is like bad crowd work with these people. Yeah. I just fucking hate that. And I remember Flanagan went up, uh, and like he was actually like you would think he would do crowd work. He does material. He's like, he fuck this shit. No, but you would think like he would go after them. He was like, no, nah, fuck that. Like, I'm going to fucking do my material. And I was yeah. like, that, that's how to do it. I'm not fucking. Something reminded me uh, earlier with, when Frank was telling this guy of like, uh, look at the audience, whatever. One thing is great about the creek is that you can sit back there and observe comedy without listening to it. So all the bullshit goes away. Yeah. So you're like, because people can trick you with their fucking rhetoric or their fucking uh, jokes course. or whatever language. But when you sit back there, you'd be like, yeah, that guy's stiff. That guy stinks. And the one thing that I always used to see when I uh, sit back there, uh, for people that don't know, that, that there's a, a garage door made of all plexiglass. You yeah, can right. look in, right? So I would notice that people would go onto the stage, grab the microphone that's in the stand, and as they're putting the microphone uh, microphone stand behind them, they're talking into the ground. Hey, how you guys doing? Whatever, whatever. It's like, and so I saw, thought to myself, you know what I'm going to fucking do? I'm going to take my time taking the microphone out, putting it wherever. I'm going to look at the audience for a second take it all in and then start reacting and that's when you're fucking engaged so engagement is very rare in comedy the first 10 seconds of your set is very important yes. I think like it, a lot of people waste that and, and, and I'm not saying it's out of courtesy to thank the host hey please give it up for your host like ve- very nice gesture but comedy's not supposed to be nice that first 10 seconds you're too busy thanking the host you gotta be have you gotta have, to have a fucking well, a, a, our act our act specifically I can't waste time I can't fucking, waste 10 seconds to thank the, like, I, the host was great like yeah. fucking no yeah don't do yeah. that the thing yeah. is and this is in life too it's like fucking zen buddhism and it's true you gotta be present mm-hmm. you gotta yeah. be fucking in the room you can't be thinking about some other shit or anticipating or something you gotta be present and that's why I think a lot of people should be taking acting classes because that's what it teaches you above everything else is how to be present in the moment because that's engaging we're engaged right now in the present moment right we're not like fucking uh, reading jokes off a piece of paper sure. or I'm not reading from a teleprompter in my no. head we're just going and that's engagement and that's a very fucking rare thing. I was going to read a joke off the piece of paper, but the uh, <laughs> Greg, never, fucking stole it from Greg never brought up Louis J. Gomez. <laughs> 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 Did you guys do Skank Fest at all? No. Well, well. I, I'm, not in their, uh, I'm not on their list. <laughs> I, I can't because you guys are like Frank more than, I guess, Con- but you're synonymous with the, the Creek in the Cave. and like I don't get booked at the Creek in the Cave. I don't ever get booked there. But like it's like your it's like your plate. From book, my perspective, they don't book the comics that hang out there. They book people who don't hang out there. There's two things when I talk to New York comic, like you know, around the scene. When you mentioned Creek, they mentioned Legion of Skanks and they mentioned Terranova because you hang out there. So it's kind of weird how they wouldn't even throw you like a spot on that. You know, thing. It, I I. I generally like the place, and I, yeah. I, I like Rebecca, too, and mm. she's always been nice to me, and I appreciate that the place exists. Yeah. Mm. You know, because I, I honestly don't know what I would do if that place wasn't around. It yeah. means a lot to me, and I, I do a lot to keep the, that place uh, alive in people's thoughts. I, I, I promote it all the time. There's a part of it where people probably go there as open mic comics who hear of some of the names that hang out there, because when I first started, go, and I heard of Legion of Skanks, I was like, Creek of the Cave is the place to be. That's going to be like the next comedy seller. I mean, you know, not really, but you know, like, but that's part of it why I went yeah, yeah. there. So that's when I started doing mics there. So it's got to be part of it where people hear your name, especially now that you have done stuff on like what we're seeing. So they hear about the creek. There's an allure to it. So people probably go there thinking, like, hey, if, if Terranova sees me and likes me, I may open up for him, like in Alabama somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but there is a part of it where you do sell the place. I, I promote the place as much as I can. I like it. I, ho- I don't want to see it go away, and it's it's fighting to stay. In business, because it's it's not doing great. No. I, but I, 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 you know, I've had a lot of 
uh, hangouts go away as a kid growing yeah. up. Mm-hmm. And I was, I'm always sad to see them go. So I'm like, I don't want history to repeat itself. I don't want to see this yeah. place go away. Well, Rebecca Trent's not going to be murdered by the mafia. No. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thank God that that place is around. It's really, people can say what they want about it, but I love it. And also, it's not, except for the Friday Mike at 6, it's not really a safe space uh, place. No, it's not. Well, a lot of it has to do with uh, like the way it turned over. Uh, when I first started going there, uh, it was a little bit, but like, uh, fucking, there was that one. Once the experiment comedy gallery had shut down, we got that fucking like. They were like refugees coming into the creek in a cave. Yeah. Most of those people aren't even around them. They're not around anymore. The experimental guys. Were, uh, I mean, some of them are still around, but it's just so bad. Yeah, that was the worst nucleus of comedians in New York City in the history <laughs> of the world. The experimental gallery comics. I remember when that place closed, Jake Fromm made a post of saying, you know, I really like the experimental gallery comics. They're very progressive. I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know what uh, is very interesting about the creek? When I, so I, I've been in New York doing comedy so six and a half years. For the first six months, I was so fucking scared of going there because mm. it was filled with the biggest fucking cunts on the fucking planet. Oh, and they would, you, they, you, you would go up, you would do your set, and they'd shit on everybody else's Could you name set. names? Everyone just... uh, it doesn't even fuck Okay. Are they famous now or no? No, not okay. I don't think. Right. But so they and, and you can't live like that. So that all kind of went away, right? And yeah. also the great part is, like I mentioned earlier, the garage door with that fucking the, the plexiglass. Yeah. You don't have to watch a set. So like, if I was forced to watch a co- open mic, I'd be so furious. I'd be heckling every fucking oh, comic. Yeah. I can't take it. But what you get is a fair shot in there because people don't have to listen if they don't want to listen. So you can go up there, you try your material, and that's that. There's no clicks there. There's no fucking really nothing. Isn't. It's just like, you know, maybe me, Frank, there's a couple other guys that are there every fucking day, but it's like, I'm not there to terrorize people. I'm not there to fucking, and maybe I should terrorize them. Maybe I it's should. The that's the only place I go. I mean, I've been, I've been to every scene and everything, and I've just decided in the last six months, to just I'm just going to go to the creek because it's so convenient. Oh, you're right there. You live, I live in Queens. Live but there, you get a so. fair shot. You go up. It's not like, uh, oh, I need to make It's not a, a bad hangout either. But it, I'm it saying, is. like, you, w- does anyone is like, oh, the Creek open mic audience is fucking, uh, like, clickish or whatever? No, because it's different every fucking day. I think when, when I, I first, when Rob and I start, first started going there, which is like three years ago, it was a little clicky. Um, I, I never really paid attention. I never really but paid, I never attention, paid attention, attention to it. And maybe though. that's the like, seeing the, the... That's what I heard. You what's know? the phrase? The tree from the forest? If you're like in the thick of it, you're only seeing the tree and you can't right. see it as a forest. It's like when you're in it at first, you think it's clickish, but then you realize it's not. Because people cycle through there so sure. quick that every... When I go up there and I'm performing there every day, I'm like, okay, I haven't seen most of these people. Now it's getting a little bit more, but it's like, oh, I haven't seen these people before. It's like you get a fresh audience, fresh take hmm. every you day. You guys are going there longer than me. I've only been going there for two years. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, I, I, went, there, I went to Creek to get better not to network there's right, a lot right. of people that go there to network that's why I don't like you guys were talking about the backyard or off mic and I'm like I don't like hanging out in the backyard because I don't want to have that fucking conversation where some douchebag comes over to me is like hey man like how are you it's the most insincere shit where they're like hey man how are you and then the next fucking thing out of their mouth is you got any shows and oh. shit I'm like I don't want to do that as soon as we started running a show out here in Staten Island at the comic book store oh. I hung out at the creek backyard, I was talking to Frank, and uh, we were we were talking, and one guy came by, and I won't mention his name, but he's the guy. Was who, it Max Ogle? No, nah, no, nah, I won't mention his name. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't Max Ogle. He's a nice guy. He would never get a spot. Worst shit. name of all time. <laughs> no, no, he's, a, he's, he's, a, a, he's a sweet kid. He's a very nice guy. He's That's a, a sitcom name, Max, Max Ogle. Uh, he looks like a sitcom character. He's a very nice boy. He looks like a sitcom. <laughs> he looks like an 80s sitcom character from like fucking uh, like like a 13 year old kid, like yeah. the family. But one guy, the one guy I, I used to see all the time asking for fucking shows, and the guy never looked at me, never not once. But now he knew I ran a show. He comes by, comes walking over. He's like, "Well, how's it going?" And I, and you know, I fell for it because I'm explaining to him what's going on with the show I'm, I'm, exp- I'm you know I'm a fucking yenta so I'm always talking about drama <laughs> so I'm just hold on like, what's a yenta you know what a yenta is no. well, it's like a, a fishmonger it's like a Jewish uh, Jewish woman you know? <laughs> you know? but it's always she's always telling you your problems and alright great word I'll have to look into it so, or have Mateo explain uh, it to me on the fucking stand on my ferry for an hour alright so anyway he, he, he and I'm just I'm like explaining I'm like yeah he's like yeah man like that's terrible he's like yeah you know whenever I can go up I'm like oh no I knew that was 
was coming. <laughs> and then I'm just like, I turned to Frank. I'm like, yeah, so fucking the new Gotti movie's coming oh, out. <laughs> I, there were so many people I would just walk around. Like, I got to get the, because Frank attracts a lot of comics. Like, at the creek, they all come over, and I'm like, ah, if they can't talk to Frank, then they're like, find me and Greg. Oh. And I'm like, ah, shit. Like, you know, since they banned smoking on, on the terrace, not that many people hang out there anymore. Yeah. Oh, they got rid of that? Yeah. Well, somebody complained about the weed smoke. Oh, right. Well, the neighbors and shit the like neighbors, that. Yeah. But look at the fucking place. I mean, doesn't it look like... that? Just, they, 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 it looks like they grow weed out of that place. I mean, just... <laughs> What's yeah. great about it is it has that, like, right behind that backyard is, like, a fucking sewage dump. Yeah. So there's, like, uh, you can't hear anything from there till the street. It's, like, 100 yards away from it. But, yeah, that's a nice little tucked away place, and... It's fucking uh, great for comedy and people. They don't. Here's the thing that people don't like to do. Uh, they don't like to work hard. They just. Well, they, I find it productive. It yeah, is, it's it very is. productive, right? But like upstairs and like there's certain mics that like if used for what would you call it? Uh, like exposure. I don't know if even fucking know why. But like you go upstairs, I'll see shows. Like I'm there every fucking day. Yeah. Upstairs, you go to a show, and that's where the fucking Bushwick comics book their fucking shows. It's like yeah. oh, you're out there doing like one mic a week somewhere in fucking Ridgewood or who the fuck knows where. And then now you uh, you know now you fucking uh, ingratiate yourself with Rebecca falsely because you're a fucking worm like they all are. <laughs> and like, let me have a show up there on a Saturday, whatever, whatever. And then they'll st- stand in the back. They're very of the room. disloyal. The, the class that I came up with in uh, the Brooklyn Comics, they used to hang around the creek because Rebecca used to have a lot of pull with Just for Laughs. And then when that wasn't so much uh, a thing anymore, they abandoned the creek and started hanging out at the Pine Box in Bushwick. Right. So they're, but they're a bunch of users. They're shitty people. And they're not loyal. Like when the place was struggling and for, uh, they, they had to close the doors for a little while and everything, it's not like these kids came back and did benefit shows or anything to help out. They don't do shit like that. They're fucking miserable. Well, a lot of them are from, you know, they're, you know, they're, they're trans, transports yeah, or whatever yeah. the fuck. So transplants. They don't, uh, transplants. Uh, and they don't have the pull to even do that sort of stuff. They're you know, probably living off their parents in a way. It, it's just so hard. They got to do a lot of stuff to even have a benefit show. And what are they going to give? I don't know. That's why it's amazing. Like, come town. Apparently, that kid makes what forty grand a, a month. Yeah, and I, one how, of them. How, for the whole show, but he gives them like he gives two people twenty five percent. How the fuck is like who's giving money? The the fans. I, that's amazing. It's great. I, you know, it's, it's awesome. It's great. Yeah. It's, it's great. But I just can't see giving money to a show. People like, become fans and they want to listen to Nick Mullen what he has to say every week. Right. Uh, he, you know, like how it's free though. Fans, it's, like, it's isn't it? Fr- it's free. Yeah, but uh, there's uh, donations. Uh, no, there's there's a fr- a free one and there's the pay for one, which they, is they have a pay. Uh, but it's blue person that like takes. What, what Mike Racine does on the sit down is he has a, the free show and then he has a bonus show and they pay five dollars hold on um, Mateo you said that they're the show that people will pay for is bloopers and outtakes Jesus. people will pay for the fucking shit that they cut out yeah I'm being serious. Go, well, they're making money, so... Go back to Creek in the Cave. <laughs> <laughs> no, but here's this fucking simple... Here's the simple part of it. People don't want to fucking work hard. You see everybody fucking trying to snake, uh, you know, and, and cut the corners, and they're trying to fucking create a fucking brand or whatever the fuck that is. Like, these people are not fucking good. Right. You can watch them and objectively be like, that's not good. I'll bring my fucking uh, friends who I grew up with are regular fucking people, and, and they're ve- they love comedy, yeah. and they're fucking have no bias towards anything. They just like funny shit. They have wide range. Sit them down. Not even, fuck it. Not even my friends. Just bring a regular fucking person sit them down and be like what do you think about that right. be like it's horrible oh that just happened with my fucking friend's uh, mom he brought and uh he, he brought his mom uh to like some shows and and she's like why is everybody fucking uh complaining about their life and why are they always complaining <laughs> he's like who wants to hear that shit and she sees the show just like how we see them but they keep going and going and going it, it's amazing when you bring people to a show and they watch other comics and and guys who I'll be friends with and I'll bring my like my childhood friends they'll come and watch the show and I'll be like well what did you think of this guy he was like no nah, he wasn't funny at all and I'm right. like no he's funny you know I'm explaining the joke to them he's like yeah I got the fucking joke he's just not funny the kid. wait you so know, are you saying that you're biased or brainwashed to it no I, well or they don't I, get it I, I'll be I would be I, well I guess I would be a little biased towards my friend and and then you and then you everyone has the reaction everyone knows who's funny there are, there, know, there, there, I don't there, think so I don't think that's the case you don't think so no. I mean there's a kind be a part of everyone that knows no. there are no. certain people there are certain people that i guess uh regular uh, regular audience member wouldn't get i can't name any most of the people that are funny usually regular audience like, oh conrad you did you did my show right yeah. at pepper okay. jacks and like everybody was like that guy's fucking good jeremiah you know? sure who's not who's not for everyone right he's like a guy who does right. a lot of characters did our show killed 
He's funny. He's hilarious. He's really funny. I always make fun of him because he's so his jokes are simple, but he sells them so well. Yeah. Like every time he comes in, I'm like, "This is the guy uh, coming to the mic late. Hey, is it too late to throw my name?" <laughs> no, but he's just funny. It's just regular funny. He's this hilarious. Is the guy doing a podcast in Staten Island. Uh, how long is it going to take to get to the ferry? <laughs> that, that's, that's his. That's his. Uh, you know. Castor Tano's another guy. Where yeah. I put him up in front of like regular folks, you oh, know, fucking him. working class. They love him. Sometimes it takes them a minute with him. It does because he's yeah. so odd. Yeah, yeah. I but mean, I'll tell you, like, uh, here's why I think people like. Not every okay. Thinking somebody's funny is different from knowing they're funny. Just mm-hmm. like we all know what the right thing is, but we don't right. always do it, That's right? True, like yeah. we are in the frick, in in the eyes of Christ, right? So, <laughs> so they'll, they'll, they're they're brainwashed by who they think is funny or whatever. Like I should say they're funny because there's people around, or I'm trying to ingratiate myself or not stick out and. More people should be like, they're not funny for this fucking reason. It's being intellectually honest. Nobody's fucking intellectually honest. They have some bias towards fucking God knows what. But it's the same thing. We all have it within us. It's like sometimes we don't, we don't do the right thing when we should. Yeah. You know are- who I like a lot? Andrew Harms. Very funny. Yeah, yeah. He, he's fu- he's his funny. job is even funnier. What, what, what do you think do? he does as a job? Just let's let's take oh, a couple man. guesses. He draws blood. He's a mortician. No phlebotomist. Oh no, he he draws blood. Like when you sit down, you get your blood work yeah. done. He's that guy. Yeah. Imagine Andrew Harm. That's a sick. I would think he's Andrew Harm's walking in. He's like, uh, it, uh, is this your vein? <laughs> <laughs> he's he, fucking. He doesn't have any jokes about that. he made me it made me crack up one night. Uh, at the Allegan Lodge, did a joke about women. Oh and, yeah! And, and, and about like, and he just was like, no, no. And it fucking in bond, of course, because about women. But it killed goes, me. I don't like when women complain for equal rights. And I, whenever I see them, I'm like, shh. That's it. That's the joke. Yes, stop, hilarious. Stop that. Stop that. And the way he did it, because I wasn't expecting it. This is why I think he was new, yeah. and he was the first month, and I was like, that kid's kind of funny, but I don't he's know. He's hilarious. He's very deadpan, and then he did that fucking joke, and it just killed. I he, turned to Rob, like, that guy's hilarious. You know my favorite Andrew Holmes joke? He has this joke. He goes, uh, uh, I'm doing Andrew Holmes material. He goes, um, you ever hear like a, a baby can, a, a mother can die giving birth? That happens. That's got to be an awkward drive home with the father. <laughs> he's like, uh, puts the baby on the car seat. He's like... What was that about? <laughs> <laughs> because you know why that guy's got like zero resentment or anything in his fucking heart. So you know he could talk yeah. about anything, and you know he's just coming at it purely. It's like Mark, uh, uh, not Mark Norman, um, Norm McDonald. Like Norm, he's got no fucking bitterness. Whatever, he's just like. Anything he's saying is like pure comedy. That's why I love Norm McDonald because this is a guy who made it really young, right? He was on Saturday Night Live, probably the biggest variety show at that time, and it still is. Of all time. Of all time. Did sitcom, did a sitcom, did a movie. And now, and, and, and that's why when he talks about comedy, it, it's the pure, he's an expert right. on it. It's yes. like listening to like fucking, uh, I don't know who's an expert on anything, uh, but you know, it's like listening to Pete Rose talk about hitting, you right. know, if you can't go by Pete, Pete, I would like to think Pete knows, knows the thing about hitting, uh, fucking Norm McDonald is amazing. And he, he's talking about comedy and when he turns around, he goes like handsome guys, they can't be funny. You know, like I, I, I'm like, eh, that's kind of like, you know, that's kind of true because it's purity. You know? He's coming in just for the sake of the laugh. Like, Pete Rose has this compulsion that he just wants to hit the fucking ball. Yeah. Right? He just wants to get on base. That's the purest compulsion. Just like the purest compulsion is to make somebody fucking laugh. And other people are going up with all types of different agendas. Right. Exp- uh, 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 highlighting their fucking uh, brand or whatever the fuck it is. It's, it's just getting the laugh. It's That's impossible. It. You, you got into this because you were kind of funny at house parties and like right. you just was and every now and then you would like offend someone at a house party and they'll th- throw you out so that's like you like bombing at an open mic and like that's how you got into it i, I some people they they got maybe they get into it because maybe their parents were like comedians or like or the show business what? that's the least i don't i have no idea least likely uh, i don't possibility. Know. i named three you know, no, you know three. i know why they get into it is for validation they want acceptance it's like fucking junior high i'm they, doing i'm doing it for the pussy i'll be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> just want that comedy pussy man <laughs> <laughs> but they they just want to be like a, a fucking whatever they just like they just like fucking <laughs> some people you know they go to shake hands at, with comics i just go to the gym you know yeah so i get up and do a joke even if i piss a girl off she's like wow he's got good biceps <laughs> 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 so you do <laughs> 
there's, there's a part of it um, where people uh, they go up. They, they, I don't know. They I, I couldn't understand. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Like you know, some people. It's all go, science. It's about cat food. I don't it's, know. it's all science fiction. The only thing we can do. Conrad and I talk about this all the time. The only thing we can do is just keep getting better. This one, if and when we get our chance to fucking get off the bench, we'll yeah. be better than everybody else. Mm, exactly. But here's the thing I've also been thinking about, too. And this is true, and that's what I say. Like, the frustration comes when you think about, like, how do I get more opportunities, right? And then there's the fucking, like, it's hack to say, but the Zen way is, like, I'm just trying to be really fucking good, right? That's the only thing you could do. Did you yeah. see Mark Norman's latest uh, 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 Tonight Show, yeah. Oh, my God. Great. Perfect. Great. You know, he... Nailed he, it. I was in mics with him. And he's like the only guy that I, I mean, he, he was, he's, he's several years ahead of me, but we were, we were we, like, he was about to just be done with Mike's and I was just starting and, yeah. we, and that's how I met him. Right. And he's the only guy that I came across that I could honestly say is next level. Like he's, he's, he, well, he's also, next level. Also, you know what he had was a fucking work ethic. Yeah. So here's something you don't see anymore. You see people making every excuse, but not to get to an open mic there. And that's why bar shows are the new open mics because yeah. people are afraid to come to open mics because you'll be exposed. Mom is still doing open mics. Yeah, so like when I fu- yeah. when I moved to the city, like he was on Conan and all this shit, and he was still doing open mics to the point where like it was like I thought it was too long. I was like, "Hey, Mark, can you stop doing these so that like I?" Well, he's like, right. "No, nah, man, you got to do them. Whatever." That was work ethic and that doesn't even, exist he anymore. Wouldn't even ask to go early, right? Hey, but yeah. who, who um, bar shows and do open mics? Yeah, what? what? Who's fucking thinking that way? Everybody. I don't understand. No, I'm Tons saying people. I'm saying that. <laughs> Because they're afraid to do open mics because you're around amongst a lot of comics, so they see through all your fake. But it's a necessity to do in comedy. You have to do. You come them. into the open mics so like, oh, I hate open mics. Well, you rather be performing for five people that don't want to be there at a bar show. Right. But this is what I'm saying: the purity or the fucking principles are gone. People don't want to work hard and they don't want to be fucking funny yeah. for funny sake. I told, they want to be funny for fucking uh, show people I, I, in Iowa that I'm a fucking star in Brooklyn. I told, yeah. I told Suba. Suba came because she writes for Jim Jeffries. And she comes to New York like once or twice a year. So I saw her the last time she was in town. I said, Suba, these girls don't work hard like you. She goes, what do you mean? I go, How many? I go they do like three open mics a week. She was like, no. I go, yeah. Who's they do, dude, Suba used to do 26. 26 <laughs> open lot. mics. That's yeah, she's like one of the last like hard, like that was work ethic. You'd she be- was like my, my, like my inspiration. Like when her, Suba and Emma Wellman, when I saw how many mics they were doing, I was like, holy shit. And look what happened. The both of them are fucking working. Yeah, both of them. Like, I and th- they're good. You're, you don't see through the cracks. You're not like, oh, I, I see how you're tricking us with your stupid and fucking. And also, cadence. they were nice to other other comics. You know, What's like, he doing to me? I'm sorry. That's, that's Mateo's a, in the bathroom blowing his fucking. That's unusual. Us. You know, like, Emma Wilman was so nice to me. And the strange thing is, to work hard in comedy is not difficult work. It's just right. going to do. You know, you average. I, personally, I, we, we, I don't average that many sets a week. I would, would do twelve, maybe. You know, like that's, that's great. You that's know, great. like it's it's it's, it's ten to there. I try to. You know, like I, I mean, but like that's enough. I, I, you know, look. Some of my closest friends in comedy, they don't do a lot. You know, and like it's. That, from what you know, what Conrad was saying before, it's like, yeah, if you're not on stage and you're not working hard, it's probably because you're not. You're, well, I have to get up because I write on stage. So yeah. I, I, and sometimes I'm in the room and I riff off somebody else's set, and that's how I get a new joke. Because I can't, I can't write in the coffee shop. I can't write when I'm walking down the street. It is a little, yeah, because that's funny. Because um, I, I, I feel like the public aspect of writing in public is very fake. I do all my best writing locked in the bathroom. I do it on purpose. It's four to three hours. No, when your dad locks in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> He's writing on a fucking toilet paper. We just heard you like blowing a, your nose yeah. from the bathroom. You know, I think I think what, what happened is, um, I think Mateo listened to the last podcast and he's he's adjusted his personality. He's only saying stuff that he really thinks is going to work. <laughs> <laughs> this is like edited Mateo. He's editing in his head. This is uh, yeah, come on. This is I didn't think he was that Mateo. transparent. <laughs> he, he's wearing an epilepsy chain. I never seen one so, of know, those he, before. He, he's very popular. Like somebody said, people. Who's this guy, Mateo? He sounds like he's seventy-five years old. <laughs> That's great. I love when you see people like uh, because when you show up, I mean that's a part of work ethic is showing up. And then at first, because everyone judges you, they're like, hey, "Who yeah. the fuck is this they used guy?" To judge Mateo. Like the evolution of Mateo at the Creek in the Cave is hilarious because when he first started coming around, everybody's saying, "Who's this guy?" They oh yeah, you know. And and the first time he got, one of the first times I ever saw him. He goes, I brought donuts. And he went to Dunkin' Donuts. He brought like a whole box of donuts. I didn't have any because that's not the kind of stuff I choose to put yeah, on my body. It was Brendan Sager's birthday. Okay. Well, I thought that was nice that he brought donuts for everybody. It was nice that you brought donuts for Brendan Sager. He's a sweet man. <laughs> I, always, sweet I always, I always But I guess that. it is tough for, like, everybody it takes a long time 
to grow on other people, of right? Course. Like very few times does somebody show up and you're like, that's the guy. Like we were talking about on the way over here, like maybe yeah. Michael Chase, like, yeah, the him, that's the guy. Like that's who everybody wants to be around. Oh, but Mateo, Mateo laughs as soon as somebody says something ethnic. <laughs> somebody be it's like, very... so then the Jew, he's like, ah! <laughs> and, and also when you're doing comedy, you're on stage and part of a comedian is that you're obnoxious. And if you're bad when you first start, because everyone's bad when they first start, yeah. You're you're overly obnoxious. You're just be, that's that's the that's your gimmick. Uh, yeah, I, I was not saying I, you're obnoxious. I, 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 know, I know we all know how obnoxious all of us in this room are. <laughs> I'm saying I used to, not John Zombie. <laughs> or, I, I don't know. I, I, was, I, I, I don't know. I, I was bad when I first started. But I was also terrified of the room. I used to wear a trench coat. Oh, you used the word trench coat. Now he wears a tracksuit. Yeah. Uh, oh, you used to wear a trench coat. Yeah. Oh. Okay. No, but one of the great things is like when people start coming around, you start coming around to them. Yeah. That's a good thing because at first you're like, hey, who the fuck is it? Because we all judge uh, yeah, fucking like Jesus sure. told us not to do, but we do it anyway. <laughs> it, judge not, but we do. And then it's like, oh, I was fucking wrong about them. Or you find more uh, things about them that you like. And that's great. Yeah. Rather than being fucking funny. Because if you're yourself, this is going back to audiences and comedy and how people like you. If you're going to be yourself, most people are not going to like you right off the bat. But if they come around to you, it's like, oh, they start to get it. They start to understand. And that's like most of it. As you're honest, most people aren't going to like you out of the gate. But if they start coming around to you, they start respecting other things about you. Right. I agree with that. Uh, we're an hour in. Do you want to record another Do another half hour. Another yeah, half yeah. hour? Let's cut this one. In. Okay. We'll All right. Uh, zombie, before you do that, uh, your appendix. You're okay? I'm doing right, fat fucking test. Farmers Insurance knows that there's a not-so-subtle difference between the sound of a car hitting your rear bumper and the sound of a clown car hitting your rear bumper. Whoa, 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 whoa! Sorry about that! He has a balloon animal! Add my information. We call that a three-ring fender bender, and we covered it. At Farmers... They know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two! <laughs> Click for more. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. I earned a bachelor's degree in hospitality management. I managed a restaurant for a while and enjoyed helping others, but I wanted a different way to serve. Then I discovered the Felician way and enrolled in Felician University's accelerated nursing program. Felician ABSN is offered in two formats, a 16-month hybrid program and a 19-month on-ground program. Plus, Felician University provides a values-based education, which is important to me. Discover the Felician way. To learn more, search Felician ABSN.